You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. Guess your secret letter? Letter Jam is a game of deduction and teamwork. Imagine yourself in your fellow players' places to find clues that will be good for them. Guess your letters from the clues they give you. Final challenge will be to reveal the fruits of your combined efforts. Pull them together as a team and you will taste the sweetness of victory. Welcome to Tabletop Arcane. This is Justin and I am bringing you a review of Letter Jam from Czech Games. This is a 2-6 to six player cooperative word game plays in about 45 minutes, ages 10 up, and has an MSRP of $19.95. Check Games gave us a copy of Letter Jam to try out and see how we felt about it. This game did come out, this game did unfortunately come out right around the time before COVID and the pandemic locked everything down, so it, some people did discover it. It also had kind of this tinked sales drive because this cooperative board game where you need to see each other and look at cards and kind of see around the table a little bit didn't really go well in the uh, COVID environment anymore now things are a little bit different people are getting back together and the game is getting a little bit more love again I'm happy to bring a review of Letter Jam to you my first impressions of Letter Jam is it has this very clean very outstanding box has a great shelf presence in that sense because it is a very white box with very simple lettering and a picture of a strawberry on it like it is by all means not very like super heavy art and super heavy things which actually make it stand out more than most other games on shelves kudos for that the inside components are relatively the same it's a simple uh, basic box uh, there's no insert but they do provide pencils a pencil sharpener pad of clue writing tickets the letter cards themselves as well as the chips and things for your scoring and your marking as you play through the game it does have quite a bit going for it in that sense. Likewise, they include QR codes in almost everything, including the clue cards and the rule book. So if you are more visual learner or want to use the companion app, there is that for you too, which is actually really interesting to see kind of that hybrid option being available, but not required. I want to always talk about is what does Letter Jam do well? And one of the things it does well is it takes a word crafting game and makes it in such a way that is cooperative. You're working together as a team, with some heavily uh, imposed restrictions of you just can't tell each other what the letter is because that's what the whole point of the game is. But you're trying to work together as a group. In some aspects, it's really up to the group to decide whether you actually succeeded or failed as a team. Not everybody will be able to guess their secret code word that was given to them um, with their scrambled letters. And if you're not accurate in what the player next to you sent you, that's okay too because if you at least figured out a word, you're still successful. And then if not enough people figure out the words... Our groups kind of decided that about maybe 50% had to succeed. So that's how we treated it. But it's not really uh, defined in that way. It's more of how does your group define win or loss in a game like this. And I feel as a cooperative game, it's more of the journey and the clue giving and kind of the deduction that you work through as a, as a team. That takes the center stage with this game, less the outcome. It doesn't have a narrative. It doesn't have any of these pass or fail mechanics in such a way where if you didn't pass this then you were completely lost and we were going to tell you lost so i really 
really like Letter Jam for doing things like that and making it a party game that you can bust out with up to six players, which is a good player count for larger groups. I always seem to get capped at four player games, and I'm not a fan of some of those because I almost always have five or six players around at my tables. So it hits a sweet player count, it hits a sweet time count, and it hits a nice cooperative party-esque game without actually feeling like a party game. One final aspect that I think Letter Jam does well, which can be challenging depending on how you are with spelling and, and word crafting, and if you have any dyslexia issues, is there's a wild card asterisk that you can use to help figure out fill in letters and things of that nature and it's super helpful to have some sort of mechanic like that Uh, we did find that it was a penalty because now if you're giving a clue word that is using both your letter and the wild card you have multiple letters missing and the word to guess is a little bit tougher to identify especially when the wild card and your letter are adjacent to each other in a word couplet. Some of the opportunities Letter Jam has, number one is the rulebook itself and how it presents it. The rules as written don't flow well to teach a group of players. It is something that we struggled with when we first learned it, and I would definitely take a lot of changes when I would teach this game to a table of new players. The couple illustrations are nice, but when going through a rule, it's a little bit trickier to show some of those things. My first thing I would normally change in something like this would be give a flow of a round before breaking down what you're doing in each aspect of the round. So the setup section was relatively nice. We didn't necessarily know what we were doing as we walked through it, but that's pretty normal for most games. But when walking at a game round, we could have had it broken down of this is step one, step two, step three, step four of a game round, and then break into more details of each aspect of that game round. When breaking into things like discussing your clues that you are able to give players and what you can or cannot say about those clue words was what really tripped up a lot of players when I when we playtested this and preparing for the review. The score sheet once shown was very easily understood, so that was useful. Likewise, the poker chips with the numbers that let players know what letter was in what slot of the clue given is also very good. challenge that we typically had was wrapping your head around this clue-giving mechanic of You have to craft a word with the letters that you can see, but you can't really talk about it with specifics. You have to be very generalized with it. You have to say maybe how many different players are letters are being used, but not necessarily which ones are being used. So all these little finite rules got everyone focused on it, and they lost the greater picture of it. Once we got a couple rounds in and got a little bit more familiar with what clues were useful, what was not as useful, it flowed a lot better. The other aspect that wasn't well defined at the beginning and kind of falls into the end game, if a player figures out their five letters or how many letters you're playing with sooner than other players, the bonus letter mechanic came into play and it's a very useful mechanic for successfully navigating the end game, but it's not very well defined in the rulebook. Other aspects that I think could be smoothed over a little bit better in Letter Jam, and that could be factors like the non-player cards in less than six-player games. They're nice, and I understand their purpose behind having extra letters because you need letters to craft words to give clues, but it did seem to make the game a little more challenging, knowing that those letters could rotate in or out and you couldn't really 
depend upon specific letters. One other thing that we struggled with Letter Jam was actually the amount of rounds. Now, I don't mind a game with a round counter because that tells you you have a thin amount of turns or a thin amount of rounds before the game's over. And realistically, with a game like Letter Jam, if you had an unlimited number of rounds, you could just keep giving clues until you get it. The restriction of X amount of rounds, it felt very restrictive in our first game. Realizing one of the aspects of if you can get through most of your letters and feel confident that you have the correct letters for all but maybe one of your word, you can still use that wild card or possibly bonus letters that other players have unlocked to craft your final guess. That wasn't very apparent in the rules until we got to it in our first game, and that's where I feel it was harder for a team to wrap their heads around the game until you got through 100% of the game. So in the price point of 1995, I feel Letter Jam hits a nice sweet spot, it's not too expensive, it's, and you get quite a bit of game out of the box, and about what you would expect out of a $20 price point. There is some recommendations I have for Letter Jam. If you like word crafting games, if you're a fan of games like uh, Hardback or Paperback, and want a word crafting game that's more cooperative than competitive, Letter Jam is definitely something to consider. If you are not a fan of letter games, this is not going to win you over in any capacity. So if you already groan at the thought of playing Scrabble, Hardback, Paperback, Trap Words, or any of these other word-based games, or even have a group that is not the strongest with vocabulary or spelling, Letter Jam is not going to be the game that wins you over in those categories. I do like it for the six-player count. I do love it for its its uniqueness in the game market. So both of those are very strong considerations of why Letter Jam does belong in your collection, but it is definitely not a game for everybody. That has been Tabletop Arcanum's review of Letter Jam. Make sure to check us out on our social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Hit that like, subscribe, notification button. Leave us a comment if you'd be so kind. Let us know what your thoughts are, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. As always, thanks for listening, and happy gaming. Tabletop Arcanum produced by Justin Taylor. This episode is hosted by Justin Taylor. Mixing and editing by Richard Geese. Original theme by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. Check the description for this episode's featured background music. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and leave us a review if you would. As always, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.